Let me see you put them up. Reach the sky, touch the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog. One time for the underdog. I'm Patrick Bader, your host of Team, and today we're going to talk about what the one mistake companies make and they don't know they're making this mistake, which is lowering standards. It's very subtle, but when it happens, major companies like Sears all of a sudden disappear. This morning I was having my weekly conference call with the executives and the topic came up about success and how we can take our game to a whole different level. And I was speaking to one of the leaders and I said, one of the things we can learn a lot about ourselves is when we succeed. What do you mean? Well, when someone succeeds, there's two reactions. Let me explain to you what happens. One of the reactions is, oh my gosh, I just made 200 grand last month. They go on cruise control. The other reaction of somebody who succeeds, they say, wait a minute, I just did XYZ and I made $200,000. What if I do XYZ and ABC? I could make a million dollars in a month. Are you kidding me? Boom, I'm going after this, right? After they become full, their stomach is full, they're winning, they're making more money. You start going to country clubs, special parties, special invitations, nicer house, nicer car, nicer girl, nicer guy, nicer. Everything changes. Upgrade. Everybody dresses you, personal tailor, you know, oh my gosh, my watch guy, my clothes guy, my car guy, my this guy. And you all of a sudden become a phenomenon and that hunger goes away. So many companies, when they go through massive success, all of a sudden, standards lower. So again, the number one reason why leaders, companies, and corporations lower their standards, this typically happens following a massive victory, a win, or success. So after you achieve success, a lot of times people stop working that hard. They come in at 11 o'clock instead of 7 o'clock in the morning and do cardio. They stop taking care of their diet. They kind of start eating out too much. They put on 30, 40, 50 pounds. They work less. They're no longer coming to work working very hard. So what happens when you, the leader, doesn't work very hard? Psychologically, you don't expect as much effort from everybody because you're not putting everything in. And this leads me to number three. When you don't give everything to everybody, in your brain you become very paranoid thinking this person's about to leave you, that person's about to quit, this person's about to take off, this person's gonna go to a competitor. So rather than leading your organization, which is what people want, they want to be led, you become someone that is solving for being liked by everybody, so you become a people pleaser. And there isn't any leader I know that's built an organization on high standards that maintains it while wanting to please everybody in the organization. Those two just don't go together. So this leads to many organizations when they fear losing people, they just start giving titles away. Hey, you are now the vice president. Hey, you are now the chief such and such officer. And they create whatever type of a position. Hey, you are now being promoted to such and such. Let's give everybody the titles because people really want titles. By the way, Big thinkers are not driven by titles. Big thinkers are driven by doing big things. So this retains people who are driven by titles, but this same method that we just talked about loses the people that are big thinkers that are driven by doing something that's never been done before. This formula actually becomes absolutely a disaster for any company that follows this. So when companies start giving away promotions and titles to people who didn't earn it, this is what happens. Those who did earn it and they've been around start resenting the leadership person that gave the promotion to another person that didn't sacrifice as much as they did. So what happens there? Yes, you may lose a few people, but what's even worse than that, the team is no longer on the same page. And if the team's no longer on the same page, 
you are not going in one direction. Think about it this way. Imagine you are attacking, you're playing football. There's not like a team. you got a team football. Everybody's supposed to go on the other side to score a touchdown. One guy's running this way, one guy's running this way, one guy's running this way, one guy's running this way. You're not going to score any touchdowns, right? There is no play like that. Everybody has to move this way. If your team is no longer on the same page and it's scattered, forget about growth. Momentum is absolutely gone. By the way, here's one thing to be thinking about that could contradict my first five points. Many people you may have known could have been high standards for a three-year period or a five-year period or a seven-year period. And you're wondering, wait a minute, that person used to be high standards, but they dropped. Why did they lower their standards? Because their vision wasn't big. It was a small vision. So for a small vision, you only need high standards for a couple of years. You don't need it forever. So a lot of times standards get dropped because the vision was also very small. So when the vision is small and the leader's dreams become a reality, all of a sudden what happens is the leader loses fire. The heart's no longer in the game. And you notice this within their eyes and then you notice this in the language they speak and the effort they put in the office. You no longer see them and they keep telling, I'm running conference calls, I'm working hard, I'm running this, I'm traveling. And they want to make sure everybody knows they're busy, but in reality, they're not busy. Their heart's no longer in the business. They're not even connected. They become disconnected. It's almost like, you know the whole thing in relationship when somebody says, I used to love you, but I don't think I'm in love with you anymore. They're no longer in love. And other people pay the price for this person's heart no longer being in the business. So the company, you saw this happening with Sears. Here's a company that's been around for 125 plus years. They go from dominating everybody, right? World War I, they made it. World War II, they made a Great Depression. They made it, no problem. They cannot compete against Amazon or Target or some of these other companies. And now they have to pay a debt payment yesterday of $134 million. Filing bankruptcy, Chapter 11, closing up another 124 different stores. What happened there? The leader lost heart. And sometimes when you hire the person that doesn't have heart, or you hire somebody that doesn't have the vision, next thing you know, everybody else pays a price for it. So you may be watching the same Pat, I don't want to see this happen to my company. I love the people I work with. I love the pe- I even love the guy at the top. I love the CEO. I love the visionary. But maybe he's lost it. What do we do about this? First of all, everybody's got to watch this video here together and ask, like this is, you got to be transparent with yourself. It's going to hurt a little bit. You got to identify some of your blind spots. Then once you go through the first seven issues we talked about, then here's five things to think about on raising your standards. So the first thing you need to do is you need to define what high standards is. A lot of times I go to offices or businesses, I'll sit down with the CEO and they'll say, we run a very high standard type of a business. Our people are expected to, ta, 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 ta. And I'll say, oh, that's great. Give me an example of what high standards means to you. Uh, well, you know, we expect are guys to be driven by excellence. Okay, the general statement. I'm talking specific. Give me some specific data on what you need to, well, you know, we expect our people to work very hard. Again, another general statement. This doesn't work. High standards needs to be defined, very specific. So what is the definition of high standards? High standards to me is somebody who does 38 this, 120 this, shows up at this time, goes out at this time, makes this many calls, runs this many appointments. Define it specific to the T. So number one, define and set high standards. Number two, once you define and you set high standards, 
then you got to communicate it to everybody on what high standards are. These are our standards moving forward in this department, in this department, in this department, with this person, with that person. So you communicate it to everybody. The third thing you got to do as a leader, after you define high standards, after you go out and you know, communicate the high standards, then you got to sell why I need to buy into high standards. I'm sitting there saying, come on, man, you want me to buy into high standards? Yes, why? Sell it to me. They're not saying it to you, but they're thinking that. Sell me why I need to buy into the idea of your high standards. Sell me why I need to believe that you are going to yourself perform based on high standards. Then I'm sitting there saying, wow, I kind of like what he's talking about. What do you mean by selling high standards? This organization won because of high standards. This leader did this because he had high standards. This country did this because of high standards. This sports team won because of high standards. This team came together and they did this because they committed to high standards and look where they are now. You need to sell me, if I'm following you, sell me on why I need to buy into your high standards. If you've done all of those things, now you gotta drive high standards over and over and over and over again. You become a master re-reminder of high standards, re-reminder of high standards, why you want people to recommit to high standards, re-energize on what high standards, with consistency, with Johnny, with Bobby, with Larry, with Mary, with everybody, high standards. High, it could be the front desk clerk that all she does is answers the phones, but you got to say, look, when I answer the phone, you answer, I want you to be smiling. I want you to say, how may I help you? How are you doing? I want you to have some energy. When you go to the person in the back that's leading their team, I want you to be excited. I want you to come to work and fire me up with your team of three different people that work with you. And then with your person that's the COO, hey, I know you got 200 people reporting to you, but man, I want you to get them excited. High standards with consistency amongst everybody. Number five is, if somebody says, Oh, I know you're just talking about this. Let's just say you have a certain set of rules or principles or guidelines or values that you want to run with every once in a while. Everybody needs to know how serious you are. So what does that mean? Whether you need to let go of somebody, ask them to leave, fire them, any of that stuff, every once in a while, every once in a while, you need to do this. It isn't easy. It's going to confuse some people. Some people are going to get scared. Some people can say, oh my gosh. But here's what happens. Everyone realizes you're not playing. Thanks everybody for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five star, write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick B. David. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care everybody, bye-bye.